绝望，不感觉都惆怅，在美梦里竞争，每日的竞争。When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. And welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast, your number one podcast for Hong Kong and Asian action cinema,、uh, where we watch an old school Hong Kong or Asian action movie and、uh, and just pull it apart. I'm your host Sam, and、uh, tonight we don't have a、uh, a full crew, but we do have the cool crew. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, hello. Hello, hello. And Rachel, how are you? Hi. Yeah, two guys, a girl, and a podcast machine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how are we、Where's、doing? The pizza. <laughs> the, no, we didn't have pizza. We had McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. Yay, It's McDonald's. Not sponsored. Mickey D's. If you want to sponsor us, McDonald's, go for it. We just ate a lot <laughs>、we'll、of your, your food. Take your money. Yes. So we're all we're all fed up, and、uh, well, fed up. <laughs> we were watching a movie today, and、uh, I tell you what, if you want your nostalgia bone picked,、uh, does anybody remember Wong Jing produced TV movies called、uh, Young and Dangerous? The TV movies, the cinema TV movies? movies, the cinema movies. Oh, they came out in the cinema. Cinema, cinema, the cinema. Yeah, Young and Dangerous. I never watched them as a child.、Um, did Did you watch them, Rachel? Yes, I watched them all. <laughs> you watched them all, <laughs> at one point or another. I was acutely aware that they existed because、uh, when I was at school, there was a big、um, like anyone who was Asian or even people who weren't Asian wanted to be Asian had bleach tips and chains and. Like the triad movement was a very big thing when I was in high school. Yeah, I think this is the、uh, when people were scared of Asian kids at high school kind of time. And yeah, fighting at、um, other high schools at Garden、yes. City. Yes, shopping centers. Yes, that was exactly the time—the best time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> What the nineteen nineties? Yeah, the nineteen nineties. Let's remember,、um, guys with like floppy fringes and their shirts unbuttoned down to halfway down their chest. Yeah, that was the time it was cool to be Asian. <laughs> it was cool to be Asian. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it was a cool time to be alive, and attitude was kind of a big thing. You know, like people always looked at、uh, Chinese movies or Hong Kong movies as kind of like you know, Mr. Miyagi or whatever. It's about respect and martial arts and stuff. And then you got this whole new wave of like triad violence, where it's like, yeah, you could be a teenager and sexy. You could be violent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you were Asian, I mean, like, it was like, cool. It was, was cool if you were、group. like fifteen. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know it's hard for you to identify as an Asian man, Mikey, but <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Caucasian man.、Uh, Caucasian.、Um, but we didn't watch Young and Dangerous. <laughs>、uh, but the, this movie that we saw, The Golden Job,、uh, which sounds like a dirty sex move, but <laughs> the The Golden Job is a.、Uh, it's. All of the well, most of the main cast members from Young and Dangerous reunited to do essentially what is a, a heist film. It's kind of like a Fast and the Furious meets Mission Impossible meets I don't know, like every other kind of heist movie, like Ocean's Eleven or whatever. It is very exotic, yeah, and very expensive by the looks of it. Well, yeah, because they did shoot in a lot of locations, didn't they? Like、um, Budapest,、um, Europe. 
<laughs> the country of Europe. Country of Europe. Whereas in Young and Dangerous, Japan. I was just stuck in like Temple Street, uh, and, you know, the the market somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Japan, Mikey, uh, a desert somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is... Montenegro. Montenegro. It, it is a globe-trotting film. And uh, I, I think before we go on, we should give people a bit of a background on some of the returning actors that were in it. Um, the main characters that I can remember, I never saw Young and Dangerous, but I know Ikan Cheng. Ikan <laughs> Cheng, who you might know from Storm Riders, uh, way back when I was big into Storm Riders. It looks like they use the same visual effects from the Storm Riders movies. <laughs> yes. That's when I was amazed then. <laughs> and it looks like Ikan Cheng has not had a haircut since the 1990s. <laughs> Still got that image to uphold. His mane is overflowing. It's incredible. His mane. Well, yeah, because his name in the movie is Lion. That's his oh, character's name. Oh, yes. Yeah, because uh. of his beautiful mane. <laughs> uh. Always smiling. Uh, and I thought he was a one of the four kings, Rachel, but you corrected me. The four kings were before him, so... Leon Lai. Andy Lau. Andy Jackie Lau. Jackie Chung, Aaron yeah. Kwok. But wasn't just there... before him. Wasn't there another four kings once they expired or... <laughs> they're not dead yet. No, no, they're not dead, but you know. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't no. Know. Okay, I guess not. So, Egan Cheng was a big, massive like heartthrob. The, the new, new rat pack. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the new, the new age, new school. Uh Egan Cheng's still handsome as shit. Like, good looking guy. He's just I aged. He's just aged a little bit. He has aged. Around his eyes and. Yeah, when he smiles, it's, you know. Wrinkled. It's wrinkled. <laughs> his eyes are still there. Yeah. How do you describe them? His eyes, they're still sparkly, but they're sparkly kind of like a galaxy far, far away rather than a burning star bright in my face. So it's like Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. He's going to disappear in a cloak soon. Yes. yes. Mm. Mm. Um, so he plays Lion, who's a leader of this ragtag group. And then there is uh, another character Jordan Chan plays called Crater. Uh, and Jordan Chan was in The Young and Dangerous. Uh, I think he was him and Ikan Cheng, right? Uh, the yeah. two main players. He was known as Mountain Chicken. Mountain chicken. <laughs> Sankai. Oh, really? <laughs> Mountain chicken. Sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, Jordan Chan plays uh, another character and he plays like a loose cannon type character. If they were sounds, the Ninja Turtles, like him. Yeah. he'd be Raphael. He'd have, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. Uh, so he's a loose cannon. He's also aged. I mean, I mean dude. Go, yeah. are, they're, all, they're all pretty old. Yeah. Not Talking old. They're like getting on. 20 years since Young and Dangerous Yeah, was I think made. they're allowed to, right? Yeah, this could be the sequel to Young Actually, and Dangerous. that's kind of sad because you like, if you think about it, he's like, what, they're in their 50s now. So they were in their 30s when they were making Young and Dangerous. They're pretty young looking. Uh, I remember Ikan Cheng looking like he was in his 20s or whatnot. <laughs> Asian jeans. Asian jeans. You look great until about 40 and then you and your face just, falls off. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. You drop to like a three foot tall woman. Um, so there's uh, Jordan Chan. There's, uh, what's the other guy's name? Jerry Lamb. Yeah. Oh, I've got to write it. Thanks, Michael, Mike. Michael Tse. It's right in front of me. Michael Tse. I don't know how to pronounce it in, um, in English properly. He plays a character called Billy, which is the most boring name. You think if you want to be in I a group of guys. Everyone in Hong Kong was called Bill in the 80s. Oh, Bill. Yeah. Or Jackie. It sounds like a Uncle Chinese Bill. name. Yeah. Uncle, yeah. yeah. yeah There's I, three I restaurants know. called Uncle Billy's. <laughs> uh, Michael Tse, he's, uh, he's kind of like your kind of, he doesn't follow any rules he kind of looks after himself he's always had struggles it reminds me of like a tvb character that he was really famous for earlier on called laughing goal which is like he was an undercover cop yeah. so he's probably the same dilemmas where he's like screaming because he's all like 
you know, um, caught up in everything. So yeah. that, that's what it reminded me of. Isn't go like flying or something? Huh? Like fego is flying high. Fego? Yeah, you know. Oh, go, go, like in, as in, um, you know, brother or something. Oh, go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Laughing brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of like a TVB movie because it was shot kind of that way. <laughs> oh, um, so much money. <laughs> uh, there's Jerry Lamb who plays a character called Mouse. And I said that if this was New Kids in the Block, he'd be Donnie Wahlberg because he's, he's kind of like, the, he's charming, he's, he's sweet. He's not the rebellious one. Donnie Wahlberg is like the one who like hated everybody. Really? When he was young. When he's young, he's like, oh, I hate fame and stuff. Leave me <laughs> alone. I thought he was just being cute and wearing like day glow colors. Uh. <laughs> but he's, he, he plays similar character. They've all got like Everyone except Ikan Cheng Has kind of like a shaved Part of their head Just you know Because they're edgy They're thinning They're edgy well, I can see he's thinning I yeah. that was trying to make them Look a bit younger Yeah that's right <laughs> Well they're not young and dangerous anymore They're no, old no. and cantankerous But the, the haircuts were trying Well I mean they're all wearing And, and they're all dressing like they were <laughs> Yeah know, Well the, the, the undercuts 20s. coming back So you know mm-hmm. Undercuts he, One of them uh, Jerry Lamb had a Shintaro hairdo yeah. And uh, they're all wearing black leather, tight pants. Uh, and every time they're walking, it's in slow motion with like a guitar riff. <laughs> Flapping like, you know, tails on their suit. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. I, I guess they look sexy if you were like a middle-aged woman who <laughs> remembered Young and Dangerous. Do you have to be middle-aged to remember Young and Dangerous? I guess so. I don't think anyone in their <laughs> 20s would remember Young and Dangerous. No, because they? they wouldn't be born yet. Yeah. They'd be born went then. Yeah, they'd be like, what, Eakin who? come out? Yeah. Nah, I'm all, Huh? 2000, Young and Dangerous. 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course, one. high school, yeah. They'd be like, who the fuck is Ekin Chang? <laughs> yeah. Get up my yes card. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen those that used to have all those trading cards with like idol faces on them? Ekin. Yeah. No. Number one. Ekin number one. Now it's, uh, what's it, Baby John? Baby John. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the last, the last actor in the pack, the rap pack, is uh, Chin Kalok. Who, uh, who is also the director of this movie, isn't he? Yeah. Director and choreographer of this film. And Chin Kalok is an old school stuntman, been around the traps, used to be one of the Jackie Chan stunt team members. Mm. Um, and I had no idea that he was related to Chin Su Ho. Yep. They're brothers. brothers. <laughs> what the hell? The Chin should have given it away. <laughs> well, there's heaps of common surnames, right? I just meant the chin on their faces. Yeah, no, I had no idea. They don't look they don't look alike at no. all. Yeah. I think Chin Su Ho got away with all the good looks. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. Like Chin Kalok probably took a lot of punches to the face too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what stuff they yeah, do. They both have like, you know, minor this had starring roles but never really Broke it. Never took off. No. He did. He did make a movie called Bury Them High, which he was the star of, and he's also had a couple of uh, ensemble films that Chin Kalok has done. Yeah. Um, and he's a good martial artist. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, but he was the one that did the whirlwind kick on uh, Benny the Jet Akides in Dragons Forever. It wasn't Jackie. It looked like Jackie, but it wasn't. Um, so he, he is a legit martial artist. But yeah, his his star just never really took off. No, I don't think it. Just unfortunately not had the face for it, I think. Yeah. You know, Chin Su Ho, yeah, yeah. You could argue that he is kind of famous. It's fun, funny that, you know, Jackie has the face oh, for it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> he's got an expressive, yeah. he's got an expressive face and it's like an everyman face. Yeah. You I know? was thinking yeah, of everyman, I watching suppose. Operations, I'll probably refer to it a thousand times, Operation Scorpion, because he's got no expression, unfortunately. No. He's the good guy, but he's just, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he's not traditionally trained in dramatics, I guess. So <laughs> not in the opera school of 
Charlie <laughs> no. Chaplin. Yeah, that's it. Um, but uh, Chin Kalok plays a character called Calm, funnily enough, um, probably because he's calm all the time. And that that's your family. I don't even know. Oh, you forgot you forgot Eric Sang, who's... Um, oh, Papa. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> the he, father of the group. He comes in later. He's kind of like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Everybody <laughs> looks after him. Oh, looks up to him, you know. Um, so let's start the movie, shall we? The movie kicks off with them all in a desert and uh, the boys are all doing a heist, I guess. Like, you know, the, the uh, project is already underway. So they've shown up to this incredibly elaborate, um, I don't know, kind of show. Like where, an expo. Yeah, like an expo. And they've got, um, it's in the desert. They've got all these fancy cars and uh, they've got this beautiful kind of marquee area set up with buildings and everything. And I think they're going to be releasing a new pharmaceutical. Is that right? Yeah, I think that was the premise Doing a presentation. of the presentation. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the pre- premise is that there's this guy, he's going to release a new pharmaceutical and uh, for some reason there's like a deal in the background that was supposed to happen and he's not happy that this guy is doing the presentation. He's like, no, if anyone's going to cancel this deal, it's going to be me. Um, and then that's all we really know. They don't really talk about it too much more. And then what they show is they show, you know, Jordan and Eakin and all these other brothers um, and they are all in different spots, right? So Michael Tse is a um, security guard. Um, so Michael Tse, the character playing Billy, Billy's a security guard and he's essentially uh, swiping people's cards, access cards, and giving them to Eakin Cheng. Uh, no, Jordan Chan, because Eakin Cheng is pretending to be a pianist. Can't no. remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Don't worry, that was like two hours ago. So <laughs> Doesn't matter who he, he gave it. Uh, I think it got to Jeremy because he's like the computer guru kind. And Jerry Lamb. Yeah, yeah so and Jerry's he, character. Yeah, and, yeah. and then he mouse and he changes obviously the IDs to the brothers' faces yes. and so forth so they can sneak into this event Yeah, uh, and, and set around. So they're all set up around the stage yeah. waiting for the event to kick off and, and then it really kicks off uh, with the whoever this pharmaceutical boss guy is saying, you all thought we were here to do, you know, launch a new drug, but we're not. I'm here to say something. I can't even remember what he's saying. Well, it's something like it, there, there's a fake. There's, there's a, a fake going around or something, yeah. It's actually a fake, but then before he can finish his sentence. Everything blows up and the, the, there's like a giant globe hovering above the stage as like a prop and it just falls onto the stage and makes a giant hole. Yeah. Like it's like swallowed up this person or these explosions. And the, so the brothers shout out, bombs, bombs, everyone run. So everyone runs out of the auditorium while <laughs> they then sneak down to where this guy is. And, and Well, the purpose him. is that they want to kidnap this guy. And, yep. uh, you know, like there's a bit of misdirection. They've got like a remote control car that the cops are chasing after, except they're in a separate car. Uh, and long story short, they get this guy and Billy is the, the guy who's got the pharmaceuticals boss and he's by himself. And then the next thing you know, he's shouting, he's been shot in the leg and the pharmaceutical boss has been shot in the head and there's another guy who's also been killed as well. And Billy tells everybody through flashback, uh, he's like, you know, I tried to save him, man, but I got shot in the leg, he got shot in the head and that guy died as well. Um, I fucked up. And all the brothers are like, it's all right, because they're close. They're really tight. Um, and they said, it's all right, let's go, let's go. So they hop in the car and they speak to their boss uh, called Rice, who works for some mysterious agency, who presumably... It's called the agency. The agency. Oh, bad accents. Mm. Yeah, they've all got weird kind of like uh, Scandinavian, <laughs> Talking European... European somewhere. Crass yeah. English. 
Yeah, they're all talking English to each other, which I guess makes sense because, you know, some of them speak Cantonese, some of them speak European or whatever. <laughs> speak European. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, European languages. <laughs> um, and they're in the car and their boss, Rice, who is this terrible, I don't know where he's from. It sounds like he Russian or English. English, but he's got like a Middle Eastern kind of yeah. accent. Um, and he's saying like to, the, to Billy, he's like, you fucked up. Like, get out, you're fired. And uh, so Billy hops out of the car and then all the brothers hop out and they go, no, nah, no, nah, you know, screw it. You fire our brother and, and we're with him, right? So they all get out of the car and they're all walking together. And you can tell that they're all good friends because immediately they start smacking Billy in the leg that he was shot in and saying, is that hurt? And they're all laughing and giggling and they're walking off into the desert. And that's when the movie starts. Golden job. <laughs> or as you said, Rachel, olden job. Oh, yeah. Because it's, yeah. What was my other jokes? I can't remember now. Yeah, well, I, I said old and cantankerous. <laughs> you say mild and not dangerous. <laughs> old and mildly irritating. <laughs> so they all walk off into the desert and, uh, and that, that's kind of the end of the job. So they don't work for the agency anymore. And then the next thing you know, they're in, uh, what's the place that they are in the, at nighttime? It's not Budapest yet. Um, it looks like Rome or Italy or something. They're in Hungary anyway. Are already? they in Hungary? Okay. Are they in Hungary already? So they're in Hungary. They're all wearing black leather. And uh, no, sorry. Ikan Cheng goes to see his girl, Charmaine. Oh. Yeah. So cut to <laughs> Ikan forgettable. Cheng. It was forgettable. <laughs> it's a plot point, but it's forgettable. Well, the whole point is uh, Ikan Cheng goes and sees his girl, Charmaine. Yeah. Is that her name? Uh, what's her name in the actual movie itself? Uh, Ikan Cheng's girlfriend. I don't know. Charmaine. Yeah. Oh, there Charmaine she is. Cher or whatever. Nah, she doesn't have a name. Shemaine Cher. And, um, you know, like, Ikan Cheng is kind of talking to her and clearly they have some kind of romantic relationship. And he says to her, I'm thinking of settling down. And she's like, who's the lucky woman? No, nah, she doesn't say that. She just kind of puts her head on his chest and it's like, oh, okay, great. And there's a really weird scene where they're sitting on a pier. Yes, this is so strange. She takes her shoes off. To dangle her feet in the water. So, what does Ikin Cheng do, Sam? Describe it for me. Well, <laughs> he dangles his feet over the water, but they're still in their shoes. He puts them boots. in the water. He puts the shoes in the water. It's very Ikin. weird. Ikin is weird, did you know? Yeah. No, well, you know what he is? He's young and dangerous. <laughs> you don't trust people that put shoes in the water. He's just, you know, moving his boots in the water. It's ridiculous. And maybe he's like, ah, they're laceless boots. I can't be bothered. I just, they're I waterproof, weird, right? You know that they're in some country that allegedly needs a refugee camp and yet there's some lovely pier with a boat that you can go out floating. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's right. Just down the road. It looks like I'm they're like, in what? Africa or something because she's treating like African kids. Yeah, and like it, 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 the label says Nigeria on yeah. things like... So I wouldn't <laughs> put my feet in the water then. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, ooh. She's some kind of um, doctor, I think, medical specialist. And uh, I think the whole premise of the, the plot is that she needs these drugs to help treat these African kids. And uh, she said, oh, we just can't get any. We can't get enough. You know, we need more. And he can Always change. need more drugs. Always need more drugs. Um, especially the sort that they're shipping off to Africa. <laughs> uh, so Ekin's like, okay, don't worry. Leave it with me. And that's when uh, he gets together all of his brothers and they all meet up. And... Um, Strangely enough, they all gather up and the only one who hasn't shown up yet is Billy. So all the brothers get together and, uh, and then they see Billy and he's standing next to this crazy, like, awesome sports car. 
and he's talking on this big phone. It looks like an iPhone 12 plus plus. It's like the size of a handbag and he's talking on it and everyone's like, oh, look at him. Jesus, he's, he's done pretty well. And at this point, I was thinking, if Billy is not some traitorous piece of shit, then I, I quit watching movies because I clearly <laughs> follow can't the just money. Follow the money. Uh, <laughs> and so they all hide and he noticed, Billy notices where everybody's gone and he goes and he chats to them and they're like, oh, Billy. He's like, yeah, hey, guys. Um, and they all want to get together because Ikan Cheng's got a plan. He says to everybody, he's like, look, I got a, I got a job that I want to do. I just want to see if everybody wants to do it. Because um, he says, ever since we've been young, ever since we've been brothers together, we've always voted on everything. So it seems like every time any of them wants to do anything, like take a piss or whatever, right? <laughs> Even if you vote on a popsicle, you have to do it as a, as a brothers. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to vote. So they all vote as to whether or not they're going to do this job. And uh, the job is hijacking a truck full of medicine for the African children. And so everybody's like, yeah, of course, right? And uh, without exception, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, of course. But Billy kind of thinks about it twice. And he says, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but then he explains, we're not going to get paid though. Because there's no, you know, African kids can't pay you, right? <laughs> <laughs> the only money they get is like the world famine one, right? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> World Vision, sorry. Um, so everyone's like, oh shit, so this will be pro bono. And, and Billy's still kind of looking, it's left a bad taste in his mouth. He's like, I'm not going to get paid. Urgh. But all of his brothers are like, yeah, of course, it'll be our wedding gift, right? Because they think that he's, Ekin uh, Cheng's going to marry Charmaine Cher. Uh, so they said, yeah, of course, but first we should check with Papa. And at this point, I was like, hang on, they got a dad? And, uh, and Papa, who could no way have heard what they said, said, Papa approves and in strolls this, uh, you know, suave motherfucker, Eric Sung. You're like, how are these guys all related? They're, yeah, they're not related at all. And he's clearly not their dad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I think they then go on to explain. It was at this point that they go, haha, we're all orphans and took us in. And they do a flashback of them as kids and, and him as, as Papa. Yeah. Gathering him and bring him. I think he bails him out of jail or some crap. Yes. Yeah. Bails him out of jail only into his life of crime. Well, I see, this is the thing they never establish. And we should get this out of the way because I don't want to keep going to flashbacks. Eric Sung got all of these kids out of jail or juvenile detention, whatever it is, when they were young kids, right? And he said, the reason why I got you out is because you guys all got into a fight at my place in my neighborhood. And, but you didn't leave your brother to be smashed. You went back and you saved him. And I respect that. And now... It's not established whether Eric Sung is a mob boss or just like a really nice old guy. But clearly, they've been doing shit for him ever since they were young boys. Shit that involves stealing, heists, probably killing people too because they're pretty handy with guns. Um, so yeah, it's never really established what Eric Sung has done with these kids. But they, they look up to him and he's like their father figure. Um, I should actually mention the action in this film... There was a tiny bit of action at the beginning of the film, which was pretty good. Jordan Chan and Ikan Cheng were running down hallways, throwing guns at each other and very smoothly picking them up, shooting people. And there's like, you know, blood spray. It, it was pretty good. It, was only, it only went for like a couple of minutes, but we'll get back to the action because this movie does have action in it eventually. Uh, now, where are we? So yes, they've decided to go do this job 
and uh, and the whole job uh, we'll cut through is in Budapest. There's a van. It's carrying presumably drugs for African children. Remember, they're trying to save the African children. Not just children. any drugs. Not just any drugs. Not cocaine. Sp- special African children drugs. Um, and so they to help them. To help them, <laughs> and they find out that the uh, the person who's in charge of this move is their old boss, Rice. Right. So um, they. they they actually don't mind that it's rice because they thought he was a bit of a dickweed anyway. So give him an opportunity to rub it in his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so there's rice. He's in a control room with probably a hundred people, all looking at monitors, watching this van just like traveling. And they're like, "Yep, the van's coming off here. Oh, yeah, it's turning here." And I thought that's a lot of people to be following like some ten, drugs. Ten people repeating the same sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Route one beta. <laughs> yeah, John said, we're going route one. Paul's like, route one, confirm. And he goes to Steve. Steve, yeah, it's route one. <laughs> it's just, they're just playing like Chinese whispers. Um, oh, sorry, uh, secret whispers. Is that what it's called now? That's politically correct. I have no idea. Who yeah. knows? Anyway, um, so they're following this van and it supposedly it's got drugs in it. <laughs> and we've got the boys and, you know, Ekin Cheng's in a van. You've got Calm. In a van. You've got all these people. They should just carpool. They've got all these people in a different van. And it, once they go, once the uh, medical truck goes through a tunnel, they lose reception. And that's when the boys strike, right? Because Billy's created a diversion where the, the van now has to go through a tunnel. And so it goes through the tunnel and it comes out. But... Yeah, what are you laughing at, Rachel? Nothing. <laughs> I the crinkle of Strepsil. Oh, no. We can pause it. Strepsils. Mikey needs a Strepsil. You, you should a, leave you the Strepsil alone. You want to grab a drink with that? Don't take a Strepsil. You're young and dangerous. I'm young and dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little scratchy. Oh. All this talking. All this talking. All this talking of, of Sam talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Anyone there? <laughs> <laughs> so this van comes out of this tunnel and uh, it turns out that it's not the same van. Everybody just freaks the fuck out. Rice is freaking out. There's a guy from the agency who's freaking out. And there's lots of shots, quick smash cuts and people going, where's the van? Where's the van? Turns out to be this big fat American dude eating a hamburger. And it, it's totally not the van. And they explained that what happened was when it went through Flashback. the tunnel. Yeah. 15 minutes earlier. Yeah, flashback. Go, like take it away. Very long sequence. She said, a, a Japanese man, no, a Jewish man, a Japanese Jewish man paid me money to drive the van. And they, they uh, do this setup showing, I think it's Mouse dressed up. Yeah, it's Mouse. Uh, Mouse dressed up. Because he speaks Japanese. With, with uh, like a, a bad uh, Jewish cap and, and fake facial hair on, comes up to this guy and goes, you want to make some money on the side and I'll pay you lots of money. Uh, just here's the time and date you go here and, and follow the instructions. And then it flashes forward to him driving a van that looks exactly like the van with the medicine in. Mm. And uh, he drives into the tunnel first, only to be stopped by tax put on the road by Lulu, the daughter of Papa. Yeah, Papa's daughter, Lulu, who is incredibly attractive. <laughs> well, <laughs> by Asian yeah, action car standards, she's, she's pretty attractive. Yeah, yeah. That, that goes without saying. Yeah, she's no Amy Kwok, though. Amy Kwok, call me. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, so the, the tax obviously take out the tires on this van and then uh, all of a sudden, um, is it Calm that comes? Yeah, Calm comes up with the, the breakdown vehicle. Obviously, 
changing the tyres on the van, deliberately timing it. So uh, eventually the, uh, the van with the medicines comes into the tunnel and another truck pulls up beside it and this one has... Um, uh, Lion and Lion. Jordan Chan's Lion. character, yeah, uh, Crater, yeah. Lion and Crater in it. And uh, what Lion flips down to the side and puts a canister on the front of the intake. Yeah. Uh, like, the, like the air intake at the front of the car and gas blows into the uh, cabin and knocks out the driver. And uh, so he then jumps in the side and pulls the car to a, the van to a halt, throws the dude out, and they uh, they then take part of the cover of, of the other truck off to cover up the van to make it look different. Yeah, and which then, is pretty well done. It yeah, changes so basically. so elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> it is, they yeah. They pull out the GPS tracker on the vehicle and obviously slap it on the other vehicle uh, that they've got the fat American guy driving. So then he drives off out in the right timing so that they think that that's the van for a minute or two and then drive off with the meds safe and secure in the, uh, the original van with different covering on. Yeah, it all goes off without a hitch. Nobody knows. Except when they get back to the warehouse and Jordan Chan Crater has been driving this truck the whole time and he's got like the expression of a piece of rock. He's, <laughs> he's like... You can't help how he's born. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I this, guess it's acting. This van handles like a piece of shit. It's yeah. It's very heavy. There's no way that's just meds. And it's like, look at the tires. They're so flat. Yeah. It must be heavy. And everybody's like, oh, it's weird. Let's have a look in the back. And they open it up and uh, it's a big safe. And lo and behold, that's normal. Yeah, so Mouse, who's the techno guru, cracks he, the safe in five seconds. Flat. Yeah, no, everything seems to be cracked really easily. Mouse must be some kind of super genius. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, he's Donatello if they were the Ninja he's Turtles. He's got glasses. He does have glasses. He's extra Donatello. <laughs> um, so he cracks it open, and then once they open it, holy shit, it's not medical supplies for African kids at all. It's gold. Gold bullion. This is where I have to say the thing about. Changing the plot for Chinese funders. Oh, do please explain yes, away, because, Rachel. Because I feel like it was uh, um, deliberately context. changed. Yeah, the context. Because it couldn't just be a straight gold heist. It couldn't be criminals. Um, they couldn't be criminals. The it, it, in the yeah the yeah. plot, like um, it, it wouldn't get past China, China censors. I think to have a criminal el- element. Um, celebrated in a film Not to so, glorify cr- yes. Criminality yeah. yeah So they've changed it So that it's They were stealing, stealing medicine For, for the Poor African, African children kids. Come on China and Where the fuck were you And stole gold instead. Where were you so, When Young and Dangerous Were around I know right Well this is You know well, <laughs> This is the funding From mainland China no, As I bring Hong back Kong The, the free wheeling Poor days of Hong Kong cinema but, Oh man <laughs> So, yeah, so the, these badasses are actually trying to save African kids, I guess. But mm-hmm. they've stumbled into the the Gold. golden job. In the golden job. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, anyway. uh, so, yes, there's gold in the van. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And it seems like the only one who really knows what's going on is Billy. Because he knew the thing. Because, yeah. damn, you didn't have to open the van. Yeah. Now it's going to cause trouble. Yeah, he's like, dudes, just close it and walk away. Uh, and everybody's like, whoa, Billy, what's going on? Come on, Billy, what's going on? And then he says the line about his money would be used to fund, was it some sort of like army or terror, not terrorism. Yeah, I was like, I was, you know, we need to buy the medication. I was going to buy medication for you and, you know, we'd have lots of money left over and blah, blah, blah. Well, he said... Crap. And then, then they make the obvious point. So you plan this by yourself 
<laughs> yeah. Five or six more cars turn up, and who's in the car? Rice. Rice. So yeah, that's right. Inside job the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's when Billy walks over to Rice's camp, and uh, and all the brothers are looking at him, going, "You motherfucker." And then and then we see the first appearance of Billy Chow, and I'm like, <gasps> "Oh, Billy Chow shows oh, up." Yes, right, yeah. uh, Asian action class classic character actor Billy Chow, who was, uh, <laughs> if you remember, let's rattle off a couple of characters that he's played. He played the didn't he play the general in Fist of Legend? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, he did. Uh, didn't he also play Saget in Future Cops? <laughs> yes, yes, yes he did. Uh, and he also played um, Bad Guy Number Two in, in Dragon Lord. Uh, bad Guy Number Three in. Uh, anyway, the list goes on. Um, if you saw Mars getting kicked in the face, it was probably by Billy Chow. <laughs> Except I didn't recognize him. He's he's a lot older because I don't think he's been in any Hong Kong films for a long time. And they went for the shaved head too. <laughs> Yeah. He's got like a goatee and like usually I recognize Billy Chow because he's got, got a like batter a... With a bit with a goatee. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't recognize that it was Billy Chow. Uh, so Billy Chow's there as kind of henchman number two. Um, and other Billy, character Billy, played by Michael Tse, he's like, ah, you know, like leave it to me, Rice. I'll sort these guys out. I'll sort my brothers out. And Rice is like, you goddamn right you will because you're going to shoot them all. Kill them all. We don't need no witnesses. Yeah, and that's when uh, Papa, Eric Sung, is like, do we have guns? <laughs> and uh, and Chin Kalok, uh, calm, he goes, yeah, we got guns. And so everybody's got these pistols. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think it's Jordan loses his shit and he goes to shoot Billy. And uh, was it Lion that grabs his Lion arm? Lion knocks, knocks his arm, but his arm swings backwards and accidentally shoots Papa in the chest. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, holy shit. Uh-oh. And then everyone's like, oh, we're firing now. And start firing the shit out of each other across... Uh, <laughs> action. 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 Because all the bad guys, they're now surrounded by bad guys. They've all got like fully automatic uh, machine guns and everything. And our stars have only, got, they've only got pistols, really. And the action scene is really good here because there's a lot of like, you know, Jordan is looking at a piece of like a barrel and he shoots the barrel and the barrel explodes and people are flying everywhere. Um, There's some nice explosions. It just does suffer a bit from the, you know, bad guys can't hit the broad ass of a barn. No, that's well, they're all there, aren't they? Every single shot. Yeah, yeah, they're all right there, and yeah. if they just unloaded, they'd be all dead. <laughs> exactly, with that, because they're all carrying machine guns, and they've only got little pistols. Yeah. So, well, they're all stormtroopers. Bad guys, yeah, always incompetent, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, if they kill them all, the movie would be over. But it does um, <laughs> and we'd all be happier. No, it I does open up into a, a nice car chase scene. Yes. Where um, they so they are all half of them pile into a van, and Lion and Crater pile into a car, and sort of drive off, and then the bad guys are chasing them in their, you know, Mercedes or whatever the hell they're all <laughs> driving. I don't know. And to drive them through the town, mm. and uh, is is it some point here where they pull out rocket launchers and start yes firing them at at random people, blowing up cars, really? They're just driving through town. La, 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 la. I'm just going to blow up this car in the intersection. At no point do we see police as they're driving through everywhere. No, the police are like, not my problem. Not my problem. I will say that in this scene, this movie is not morally consistent because we've got the good guy, Lion, who is essentially trying to save underprivileged African children, right? By getting medicine that they yep. sorely need. And to do that, he is endangering the lives of regular citizens 
by avoiding it's rocket just launches. Just a rewrite around the around the plot <laughs> plot device, anyway. And then people then are dying it just, everywhere. Like, drives through like markets and things. Yes, like, running I over. Just... What about the person that's running that stall? I didn't see them. They do obviously got run yeah. over under the wheel. I enjoyed the <laughs> anarchy because I feel like it's missing from a lot yeah, of films these it, days. It you, you can't right. just run through like a Hong Kong street and just blow up some random crap anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're doing. And I, I guess in Ikan Cheng's mind, in Lion's mind, when he's driving through these markets, he's just thinking. Think of the African children. (laughs) Think of the African children. (laughs) Got to save them by killing all these people. Yeah, (laughs) just avoid getting shot. Just trying to get to hospital, right? So they're Mm. just killing other people. Trying to get to hospital. hospital Yes. So they're like trying to um, divert the bad guys away from the van so the van can get off. Which eventually, um, the van does get away, and then they're still chasing Eakin in. In, he's at some point he changed cars into a, a red four wheel drive. He jumps out of a movie. Okay, this is the this is the funny bit. So Ikan Cheng Lion and uh, Jordan Chan Crater are driving in a van, and Ikan Cheng goes, "Ooh, a red car!" He jumps out of a moving vehicle, does a couple of three sixty rolls on the ground, and gets into this red van. We were like, you, you were like, what what just happened there? Yes, we were busy talking. I was like, why did he jump out huh? of a moving vehicle? He could have just said, just slow down, I need to get this other car. But no, they're young and dangerous. So he jumps out of this van, gets into another van, and now there's, there's Jordan and there's Eakin that are driving in two separate cars. And, uh, and Eakin's avoiding rocket launches. And I don't know what the hell Jordan's doing. He's just following, right? No, no, he was driving in front and, and Eakin was driving behind. So they had uh, the, the bad guys in between them. Okay. So then um, Eakin's trying to smash the bad guys so their cars get knocked off the road. And then Jordan goes in front of a, is it a, a tram? Yes. Yeah. A three-car tram. And Eakin can't make the same hit, so he ends up swerving and hitting the third car, thereby knocking the third car of the tram over. Yes. Obviously injuring multiple people who are <laughs> on that cool, tram. though. Who are probably cool. not African children. Uh, probably not African children. First yeah, world so children. So it's okay. <laughs> They're first world children. First world children. Yeah, not coloured at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all right with that. And uh, then the bad guys... Obviously, start chasing him in the red car, uh, leaving uh, in a crater to get away. Yes. And uh, he's swerving back through the town, and he comes across um, the middle of an intersection where there's a giant police station. Yes. And he figures his best way out is to drive straight into the police station. Well, yeah, because there's lots of cars I didn't following get that him. Either, but anyway, mm. hmm? I didn't I, get I was that like either. Left, right. Well, you know, I... he could have. He could have kept driving straight. I thought the whole point was to go drive past, beep your horn, and then the cops would hopefully chase the guys with machine guns. Who were firing rockets into the crowd indiscriminately. Yeah. But Lion's plan was like, nope, I'm going straight in. Straight in. So of Handing course, myself in. Yeah. He gets arrested. The bad guys go, ooh, don't, don't want to mess with yeah, the cops. Yeah, don't mess with the cops. And just drive off. Like, really? And I'm like, Dude, you've just that, been blowing up that's people. That's another weird preachy I don't think you're thing. really scared of the police. Well, I guess the cops are like, not my problem. And then a car smashes into their headquarters and they're like, okay, now it's our problem. Now it's our problem, yeah. But Poor this... response times. Oh, <laughs> you have to go to them. <laughs> Save you the hassle. This is where things get really like bogged down because the movie is, is moving along, right? It's moving along. We now, get up to a montage, don't we? Oh, my God. Eakin Cheng, so funny. Lion gets pulled out of this car and he gets arrested. arrested and put in jail. And at this point I was like, ooh, prison break. Or well, I was I was thinking anything but him serving time in jail. <laughs> and everyone just waiting. Which is exactly what happens. And we get a montage of all the people on their own different little journeys in between. 
Icky's what, looking very his, stylish in prison with his like <laughs> collar and his tied up hair and everything. Yeah, and he, he's getting like beaten up and and all the stuff you expect to happen in prison. Uh, the the stupidest one that I found was <laughs> they're trying to like establish that a lot of time is passing. So his girlfriend somehow has a pot plant. Oh, Charmaine, yeah. <laughs> and starts oh. growing, and the little shoot of the plant starts growing up over oh time. Oh my god! And you're like. Why? <laughs> it doesn't matter. We establish it from Crater, who's putting a mark on the wall. <laughs> He's doing tallies. I, like, I can't tally, believe someone is doing a tally. It's a tally. And it must like, be like several years, right? Yeah. It covered like one and well, a half like, doors it, or something. One, it's only a year and a half, I think, is what it's yeah. established. And I'm, I'm like, so he only got a year and a half for like smashing up this whole town and killing all those people. That's pretty lenient. But anyway, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Crater has been like in the homeless camp. Right? This, <laughs> this is the funniest thing. Oh, um, so Ethan gets out of jail. Yes, he Calm does. Calm comes to pick him up in the car. Yeah, and he goes, which is kind of fucked up because they're all supposed to be the tightest brothers, and yet Calm's the only one that shows up. Yep, yep, yeah. And then Leo, you know, Ethan looks like he's about to cry. He's like, "You don't know what they did to me in there." <laughs> he doesn't say I, that. I need one of those hemorrhoid cushions. <laughs> <laughs> American history X in there. <laughs> and uh, and Chin Karlok is kind of smiling at him going, I know, brother. I know. And so this is where they Just catch show up. montage. Don't worry. This is where they show, like, they catch up. And uh, who's the first person they go see is Crater, Crater, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, Crater's still here. He couldn't leave the city. So what was his plan? To wait for you to get out? Live as a homeless man. <laughs> this is the best ever. <laughs> With his giant chalkboard marking off the days. He's like punishing himself for not saving him from the police station. I was like, oh my God. So funny. I thought it was part that and part that he shot the popper as well. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's his penance. Face him. That's his penance for it. <laughs> Just the fact they went to a homeless shelter and... Uh, and Eakin's like, oh, shit, he's been living here this whole time. And then they, sh- they, they, they show you a shot of Crater. And he's got like a really manky beard. He looks like he stinks. He's got like a... He looks like a really sad... A cigarette, cigarette in the side of his hat. And stuff. Yeah. And just the look on his face, he's just so dejected. And then uh, there was a director, Chinkalok, says, you can't go in a plane right now. You need to have a shower. Yeah. I was like, Pretty you obvious, know yeah. this is funny. He looks so fucking pathetic. Oh, I, love the, I love the part where they don't even talk when he first gets there. He just looks at him, goes, okay, stands up, takes all of his worldly possessions and hands them to the next homeless man. <laughs> his worldly possessions. Now. I'm leaving. He started his putting a cigarette behind his ear and stuff. <laughs> all of his worldly possessions were like a shoebox. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? It was pretty funny. And he doesn't, he, he doesn't even say, hey, how you doing, Ikan Chang or anything like that. He's like... I'm done here. And, uh, <laughs> we can go okay. now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. Uh, not, not glad you're out. Yeah. We're waiting for you. Or sorry or, or anything. He's just Could like... Could have joined a monastery or something. <laughs> yeah. He chose to be homeless. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Crater. Uh, and that's it. They, they leave. And they're like, where do you want to go? How about we go see Papa? Yeah, go have a shower first. Yeah. Is what uh, is what Chin Kalok says, and then that's when they um, introduce uh, Mouse's character again, who's been running an onsen in Japan. In Japan, so they they go to Japan. I don't know how do these guys afford anything. How do people afford things in heist movies? What I don't know. I assume underground they've got business. secret bank accounts yeah. with lots of money in there. Yeah, underground got, business. They obviously got paid for the jobs that they've done in the past. How do they afford their assuming. nice clothes? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Leathers, their haircuts, and comme des garçons, <laughs> black, yeah, fancy stuff. Yeah. Ikan Cheng's pants are really tight. 
Um, <laughs> and they've got these perfectly cut holes in them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should put sunscreen on those holes because you can get sunburned <laughs> through jeans. True. It's happened. True. Um, especially in like Montenegro, which is where they're <laughs> yeah. going. Been there? Uh, I haven't been there, but it looks hot. It looks hot. Not right now, though. <laughs> well, it's nighttime now. Well, here it is. Don't know what it is over there. Um, yes, Japan. So, Japan. Uh, that's where Pop has decided to retire to, apparently, in this yes. little village. Yes. Where uh, Mouse is running onsen with Lulu mm. and uh, Pop is in the back. So they arrive to, to, you know, say, yeah, I'm out of jail. Yeah, Lulu and Mouse are now an item, which surprised me. I never would have thought that he would be the one that Lulu went after. Let's put two people together, right? Mm. I guess. Spend enough time, mm. no one else around. Yeah. I don't know. No other brothers it's around. hot springs. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of more believable that Lao Ka Leung would end up with Mandy than Lulu would end up with Mouse. You remember that from no. Drunken Monkey? Oh, oh, God. Oh, okay. His wife was, his real wife was quite young. Who? Lao Ka Leung? Yeah. Ah, that's all right. He had a pretty young wife. The dude's like a real life Pai Mei. He can get whoever he wants. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) off on a tangent. So, Lulu, super hot. She'd probably be about an eight. And Mouse, eh, maybe a four. Right? Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm good. He was you better know. when he was younger. He's yeah. not bad. Out of <laughs> yeah. None of them have their shirts off, so I can't even classify their fitness levels. But Mouse, Mouse is, uh, he, you know, he's all right. He's right. He's Donnie Warburg, all right? So he's not even Marky Mark or, you know, one he's of the a, other Warburgs. I don't know. In real life, he's a smart guy, so whatever. Is he? Yeah. Jerry Lamb. He's good at talking. Oh. He comes, his brother's also like a radio DJ, so... They're all good at talking. He's very charismatic. Yeah. I will give him that. I suppose funny guys get good chicks. That's usually how it works. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. All those comedians who are ugly as yeah. crap. And yeah, well, that's right. Have hot wives. That's fine. Okay, you know what, Mouse? I believe it. Lulu, Maybe you got made Lulu. a laugh. Yeah. And that's all she really wanted. She yeah. didn't want the... the she wanted a good laugh. Yeah. The popular jocks. She just wanted, you know, <laughs> like, like anyway, Dangle Russo. Someone has to talk to. Sorry, I got hung up talking about Lulu. There's a guy also living in this village. Uh, uh, yes. Oh, oh no. First, we have to establish Popper's alive, but he's in a wheelchair. And oh, he's in the chest, though. To... How come he's in a wheelchair? Up. Who knows? Whatever. Maybe, oh, it went through, maybe it went through in his spine. Okay. Let's just give it some, some right, gas. Then. Yes. And, uh, of course, Crater has to apologize because he's the one that shot him. And and so Popper slaps him in the face and goes, now we're even. <laughs> I love all the ugly crying in this movie. It is ugly crying. There's Snot a few and tears. ugly crying scenes. Bit sad, bit sad. And then they're like... Oh, well, let's get over that. Let's have a party. Yeah, there's a lot of the, what do you call it, like kind of bro hugs and bro chats and, you know, like we're all real men and ha ha ha, back slaps and... Well, I suppose, yeah, real so curry's all, not um, out of it then, but Cheesing yeah. and gambai. Gambai, yeah. Uh, and who turns up to the dinner party? Oh, my God. So, uh, let me just preface this by saying they're in Japan, so everyone's wearing Japanese clothes. And an elderly, elder, elderly gentleman walks in, and he's wearing Yusaki Karata. Yus- Yasuaki Karata. Yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. So, what movies has he been been in? If wow. you have seen Fist of Legend, mm. he was the guy that fought Jet Li with the blindfold. The old master. Because I know yeah. he's fought the other Bruce Lee, the Li Lee. <laughs> You what? <laughs> the other Bruce Lee, L.I. A Bruce Lee with an L.I. Yeah. I, really? Has he? I mm-hmm. didn't know that. If He's... you have seen Lucky Stars, he, he has a big part in that movie. He does. A young, a young yes. Yasuaki Karata. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, so he's he's a legit he's, martial artist. Yeah, and he's been in a lot of movies in these little bit parts. Mm. He seems to be in a lot of Hong Kong movies. I watched yeah. one recently called mm. The Empty Hands where he's a karate master. Yeah. He's, he's he so... He does all those little bits like that, yeah. He's so he's got such a warm, like avuncular personality. Like you just see him, and you're like, "Oh, what a nice guy!" You know, and then he punches you, but yeah, yeah. nice well, guy. But nice guy. He's a he's a sake brewer in this, right? So he shows up, and he's just kind of like, "Ah, oh, yeah." He's talking to um, Papa, and he's they're they're good buddies, and uh, we're gonna he, have a, a sake festival. Yeah, yeah you all gonna join in. Yeah, and, and this is weird. This is kind of the Zatoichi moment when they have like a dance festival or something. <laughs> yeah, they're like banging on the drums all having a good time. Yeah, four they dogs. love their festivals in Japan, don't they? Oh, they love their festivals. I said before, we just recently got back from Japan, uh, Mike and I, and Rachel, you were there not too long ago either. And uh, I said, Japan, it's either cute or sexy. <laughs> and so they had a whole bunch of uh, people dressed up, cute or sexy. And this is in the movie. And uh, they're banging on their drums and they're smashing casks of sake. And being in Japan, everything was cute or sexy. And uh, I mean, this is the context of Halloween, though, right? Not just like going to. Yeah, no, <laughs> in the context of Halloween. Kabukicho or something. Well, uh, Kabukicho, everything was kind of cute and sexy as well. Like there was Pokemon toys next to some sex toys. So I was like, oh, cute, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's like sweet and sour. <laughs> okay. You know? Anyway, golden job. Anyway, the go- golden job again. Golden job. I'll give you a golden job. <laughs> Five pounds. Um, gold bar. Oh, you gave me a gold bar. <laughs> anymore? Anymore? Do you know? Funnily enough, the uh, and gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Um. So yes, Yasuaki Karada is there, um, and this this movie is full of bits that are meandering, and they just it stops the pace dead when they spend ten fifteen minutes on establishing how happy they are as a family, how like nice Papa is to we them. We need more flashbacks in there. Oh, oh. It, it's like oh, Cut they have these flashbacks down. morality talks, and it's just like Jesus, just move on with the story already. One thing I will say about. Um, Yasuaki is he's a scene stealer. Every oh scene yeah. Scene, yeah. You're like I got to watch, watch what you're guy. doing. <laughs> watch that guy. I I actually kind of wondered uh, wondered what would happen if him and Sunny Chiba were in the same scene. <laughs> like who would you look you'd be like what? <laughs> where what? do I look? Where do I look? Right, it's what? like who are the, eyebrows where, where are the kung fu guys and when are they getting up in the same scene? <laughs> uh, this is what we would do in the whole film, Rachel. Yeah. All of us would look at we got Billy Chow, we've got Chin Yasuaki Kalok. Karada. Yeah. Chin yeah, Jin Kalog. Uh, so we know that these people are martial artists and we're like, oh yeah, this, this, this is, is an action happen. film. It's going to happen at it's, some point. It's going to happen. And every time it doesn't happen, we're like, oh. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh. You know, like Chin Kalok will look at the camera and you'll be like, oh, oh nothing happens. Teased. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they go, oh, well, we're going to have to sort out after the sake festival and everyone gets nice and drunk and happy. Going to have to sort out Brother Bill. Yeah. And figure this out. And they decide, oh, he likes cars, so he's going to turn up at this car expo that's happens to be happening in Japan. We'll go sort him out there. We'll go sort him out there. Hold, hold on a sec. I just, we forgot to mention the fact that at the warehouse where the gold was discovered, um, Rice says to Billy, he's like, you're fucking lucky that... Uh, you forgot to say that, yeah. Yeah, that, I forgot that, to say that oh, Bill, Billy... Bill killed Rice, yeah. Yeah. And just took over the organization. Basically in that, well, you know, like Rice says some shit to in Billy and Billy's like, what'd you say? And kills him. 
And then he basically says to what's the other guy's name? Um, I don't know what Billy Chow's character's name is. Billy Chow. Well, uh, yeah. So, so Billy Goon. Chow. Yeah, he says Billy Chow. So Billy says to Billy Chow, "You work for me now." Yeah, and that's it. That's it. As like, if that you know. I'll give you some money on the side. So. Yeah. No Section 25 transfer. <laughs> no, you know, no. do my benefits roll over? No. What dental do you have? I don't know. Do I get a bigger role in this movie? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I get a speaking part? <laughs> no, Billy Chow, you do not. <laughs> you're lucky you're even on film. Um, so, yeah, so Billy Chow is now the leader of this himself, I guess, because he's got all the gold, right? Yep. So... So, yeah, sorry, Mike. They're going to a car show because that's where they know Billy's going to be. That's where he likes so to spend his gold bars. Yeah. They've gone to Fukuoka. Fukuoka? Uh, yeah, apparently. I don't know if it looks I, like it. It looks strange I, I to me. I have no idea either. The place looks like, strange to me. It looks this? like China, but I don't know. Yes. There's uh, lots of neon. Someone needs to tell me. It could be Hong Kong. Uh, presumably, it's in Japan because yeah, it's not far from the house. Because yeah. they, they drove back to the, the town pretty quickly. You know, yeah. Yeah. After that. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but at the car show... What? What? They're all they're all like <laughs> set around the different show trying to wait for Billy to arrive and then yeah. the, the car pulls up and a guy gets out but he's got a baseball cap on, you can't quite see his face. And so they're following him through the crowd and then all of a sudden On their surveillance on the surveillance screen flicks and it's Billy saying, Ha, you thought I was gonna be at the car show. I'm actually with Popper. <laughs> he's, he's at the house back in the village. Yeah, you dumb fucks. Ha ha. And then they all... They'll get in the floor cars and then drive off and yeah, chase also each other. Yeah, everyone that's in there, then like 15 people start turning around like they're Billy's men and start shooting at... Oh, they open fire in a crowd in the middle of the crowd. They trash the whole Trash stuff. And uh, is it Chin? Chin needs to get away, so he jumps in one of the hypercars. Oh, yeah, he can shang. He, yeah, yeah, he jumps into like a McLaren oh, no, or something. Nice sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> It like sounds like F1 the frog car kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 ding. And uh, the bat, one of the other bad guys jumps in some rally car or something. Yeah. And yeah. they drive off very very poorly computer graphics. Oh yes. Much CGI. So bad. I was like yeah. just just give it up. Yes, Forza this is not. Yes. I think I think just to generalize in this whole movie if if you need to CGI too much of it just leave it out. I yeah. don't yeah. I don't want to do see it. it. Practical yeah. effects. Practical car chase. Not CGI countries. It looked only marginally better than pole position on the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> so smash white, through shiny windows things. with fake glass planes so smashing. So white, and, shiny and everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, it's horrible. They, yeah, they can't, can't do that right. And they, they, they do it for like big set pieces, like action set pieces. There's one where Even like when the, the cars car smashes. Hit each other, yeah. It, it just looks like it's nothing. Just generalizing. It's just fake. Yeah. Like explode, giant explosions and doing a, a you know, um, what do you call it? Zoom out. Yeah. It's so fake. Just don't mm. do it. I don't care. Is it, you just waste it five seconds. I think there's one seconds. when they like smash another car so it goes up a ramp and then oh. flips over and it's like the entire thing is fake. It's just <laughs> it so just looks I don't like, know how people why? are supposed to believe that this is looks real. Mm. No, it goes on for too long as well. It takes you out of the well. moment, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, because uh, fake. Oh, we're in front of a green screen. Quick. Yeah, there's oh, a scene where next to each other. Yeah. Where Ikan Cheng, Lion, is in this supercar and he's got two henchmen in other cars on either side and they've like sandwiched him in. And by God, does that look the fake as well. The windows look so bad. Yeah. Like, oh, no, they're cracking. Forget Quick. it. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It looks like they're in a computer game. The shine on the windows. So he, the, uh, the brothers are talking to him on his headset and say, Quick, put on your brakes. And he brakes... While well, the other two cars go in front and then they smash them with a the van and it's so fake. The two cars 
roll into some auditorium of something with like light globes yes. and just blow up. And you're like, yay, they got away. I was like, yay, the scene is over. Yay. Because <laughs> it went forever. It felt like nothing. Nothing. I was and like, yeah, the car chase was good. Then you spoiled it. and then You spoiled it with your A lot of it's actually quite like unnecessary. Mm. Yeah. Well, how long is this movie? Like, yeah. They probably could have shortened it a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cut it at least. There's a good it would have been a lot better. It's a good half in general. In this movie. It's not cut pretty yeah. easily. Different scenes. Ekin Chang didn't need to spend a, a year and a half in jail. And, and you don't need that much of a flash. Or, or even the montage just cut, <sighs> cut the point that like he goes in he comes out you can assume what happened in the inside it doesn't matter <laughs> we'll get into Jordan Chan's hilarious scene mm, true. Jordan Chan's hilarious scene which one? the homeless guy the hom- oh the homeless guy Counting scene was the, pretty the, hilarious yeah. I actually laughed you could just yeah. like go I've been here a while and just point to the chalkboard and then you go, ah, like I'm going to screenshot that and make my new wallpaper. (laughs) He looks so pathetic. It's so funny. That's going to be the pick the flick picture, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, people should be able to pick that. Just the blackboard, yeah. Yeah. Just the blackboard? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that could be hard though. I like making it hard. You put someone in there and be like, yeah, Yeah, go for it. All right, there you go. Pick the flick. Blackboard from Golden Job. <laughs> uh, and your reward for picking the flick will be a picture of Jordan Chan looking pathetic as shit. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile... Back, while, at, back in the Japanese village. Back at the onsen. Uh, this is actually, I, I quite like this from a story point of view because you've got a scene where Billy is now talking directly to Papa, right? And this comes up to my... Favorite almost could have been the best scene in the entire oh. movie scene. No, don't talk about it yet. Not. Don't talk about it yet. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> okay. I just want to lead up to it and then you can jump in and okay, explode okay. it. All right, all right. Go, go, go. Don't talk about it yet. Um, <laughs> so, so Billy is in this, this onsen and, uh, and you hear Lulu screaming and <laughs> Papa. Yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> uh, Sound effects. Uh, you're reliving it here live, ladies and gentlemen, on the Asian action cast. <laughs> that was cast. as good as the scream in the movie, I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, so Papa Papa grabs a gun and hides it underneath his um, his blanket, I guess. <laughs> old, <laughs> old man blanket. He's, yeah, he's, he's wearing an old man blanket, <laughs> and uh, and he goes through the hallway, and the house is just littered with henchmen, and it's Billy's there, and they have this whole big discussion. I won't go into it now, but Billy essentially says like, "Ah oh, man, you always thought those other kids were better than me." Like, Woo-hoo, I'm a grown man. Yeah, and he just has this whole tirade of like, "You're a fucking old man," and made line the leader. Yeah, yeah, I could have been the leader, and uh, and Papa's like, "Get fucked!" You would have had everybody in jail. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually it's a nice little thing where, um, like, Papa says some really true stuff. He's like, you know, you always blame He's other dropping people. Dropping truth bombs on him. Yeah, that's right. And and Billy doesn't like that. He doesn't yeah. like the truth bombs, and uh, and he says, "What you're gonna tell me what to do now?" And Papa's like, "Yeah." Turn yourself in, man. Be a brother. Like you, be a brother. <laughs> and uh, and the guy's like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to jail." Uh, and they have this whole scene, and it's kind of like, "Oh no!" Um, and that's when you can take it away. Yasuaki Karada. Yasuaki stumbles in, it kind of drunkly. <laughs> I'm going to get to to start off the scene, going, "Kim, Kim," which is uh, Papa's fake name in there. Mm. Mr. Kim, Mr. Kim, where are you? What's going on? And he looks. And he looks at all the henchmen around and he goes, it's time for your walk, Mr. Kim. Yeah. And he walks over uh, to the wheelchair and, and starts pushing Papa, only for the henchmen to 
start closing the doors behind them. They're, they're like each stepping out of different like doors. Like two seconds of screen time, the of best Closing yeah. those doors, each door closing, and you sort of look at one door to the other door to the other door to the one in front. And then Yasuaki knows what's going on. He's like, hmm. Mm. Okay. And then he attacks. Well, actually, yeah. a henchman comes after uh, him. Comes up, oh, it comes after him. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He attacks he's, him first. He's, he's like, just random sake yeah, heroes, heroes aren't aggressive. Right. Heroes yeah, respond. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, you know what Yuasaki's like. <laughs> he, he does that whole wrist lock shit oh. and throws a dude down and then takes another guy out and does the, the sidekick through the door <laughs> on one dude. So and happy. who should happen to pop out? Fist of Legend flashbacks. Oh, yes. Billy Chow. Billy Chow. Billy Chow. <laughs> and they're just about to start going up. And you're like, yes. Fist started. of Legend. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Because they never fought in Fist of Legend. Only a little bit. Did they? Not much. Oh, okay. It was only like to see how tough I am. Okay. Kind of thing. And yeah, you're like, yes, yes. Do it. Do it. Bang. Gone. Uh such a disappointment. Guns Yasuaki Kurata. Guns spoil it. Yasuaki Kurata picks up a katana, has it halfway unsheathed, and then he gets shot. Where's the parts where people run out of bullets in this film? Nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. No, nowhere. Nowhere. And I, uh, yeah. And even Bill was going to the dude that shot, because I think it was, um, was it, was it Bruce that shot him? Who's that? Uh, no, that was um, Billy. Not Billy Chow, but Billy shot him. And oh, then that's Billy, when Papa's Billy like... Billy shot him. Yeah, Papa's like... That's right. How dare you shoot, my like, kill my friend, yeah, in my house. It's like, did you have to do that, you, you wanker? It's like, well, to be fair, he's, like, beating up my guys and he was about to pull out a katana blade and go crazy on them. Yeah, yeah. And Just let like, him go. Still, still. <laughs> You're the one that's here. Yeah, and Billy's like, it's not my fault. Shit, he came in. <laughs> Billy doesn't take responsibility for anything. Uh, he should take responsibility for ruining the potentially best scene in the whole movie. It's absolutely Obviously, right. Because the scene that wasn't. I had given up on seeing uh, Matt awesome Yasuaki do anything yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if so other people, I. like general audience, audiences will care for, about this, but some people do. <laughs> Man. Seriously, it, it, was, it was almost an awesome scene, but then it wasn't. When you put someone like Yasuaki Karada in a film and you know that he can fight really well, like you put Billy Chow in a film, you know he can fight really well and all they do is talk, you're like, you fucked up. Like you can get anybody to do that. Don't hire these guys. All right? And then when he started fighting, I was like, yes! I feel like they need to make a second film to make up for this. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll add to that. At the end of the film, right, you know, instead of outtakes where they have mistakes and stuff, they show other cuts of different scenes that just weren't in the movie. Mini I Bruce Lee. Yeah. I, I feel like there could have been a whole action sequence <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't in the movie that you had to cut out. By because you had shot. to do you had you, to do you flashbacks. Had, you had to cut that time down to get the flashbacks in. So you put it at the end so everyone could go, yes, uh. oh, I'm satisfied. Uh, well, that was okay. just a missing opportunity. So instead of talking about the better movie, <laughs> let's talk about the actual movie uh, where now Papa is, is upset and he's angry. And, uh, and that's when he starts reaching underneath his, uh, his old man blanket. For the gun. Yeah, presumably for the gun and not for his junk. <laughs> well, um, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> and Billy's standing there. He's got a gun and he's walking up to Papa. He puts his hand down on his lap, like trying to comfort him and then goes... Hang on a minute. Yeah. Are you horny? Oh, it's a gun. <laughs> Is that a gun under <laughs> your mat? Gun blanket? under your blanket? What are you doing? Yes, it was a gun. Uh, and then they kind of, they both whip out their guns and they've got it at each other's heads. And uh, 
and it, it's a, like a Mexican standoff. They're both pointing, right? All of a sudden, bang, blood splats all over Billy's face. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Did he just shoot Papa? But no, it wasn't. No. It was Billy Chow. <laughs> Billy Chow from behind. Yeah. Blew through his... <laughs> Billy Chow from behind <laughs> in the study. that bullet would have gone through him. <laughs> yes, that's Injury. true. <laughs> but yeah, we'll leave that. Um, yes, and Billy is visibly Papa is upset. now dead. Yeah, Papa's dead. Missing half a face. And uh, Well, they don't show that, but I presume he's missing half a face. That's kind of what happens when you get shot in the back of the head. And, uh, and Billy is very upset. Billy goes to Billy Chow and he goes... That was my dad. Do you think he was going to shoot me? And Billy Chow doesn't say anything because uh, they can't afford to pay him for loans. <laughs> you get your parents' feet, yeah, not yeah. talking feet. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin another take by talking. It's Shut it's up. Same like the other movie, right? He's a Japanese who so didn't get any lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Billy, Billy's upset. He's huffing around like a brat. And uh, he's getting angry at everyone. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he's shoving Billy Chow and he's, he's like, eh, let's get out of here. Um, and I think Lulu comes in as well and she realizes that Papa's dead and she's like, no, oh, oh, Papa's dead, no injuries. And then the, um, the golden job guys. <laughs> the golden job guys. That's a good name for them. And Billy escapes, obviously, taking yeah. Lulu with him. Yes. And, and then arrive the back and then they all do some more ugly crying yeah, and then they do the... Egan had some, some snot coming out. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did, he had a minute, snot. And then it disappeared, so I was disappointed. Then oh. they do the obligatory funeral poses with them walking in the rain with the uh, umbrellas. Oh, oh yeah, except... Yeah. Except, was it Jerry doesn't get wet? <laughs> Jerry Lamb, yeah. Mouse doesn't get wet. Everyone else is like covered in rain and their hair is all drying and their suits are all covered in rain. And, and just his glasses. Just his glasses, glasses yeah. yeah. Just his that glasses. Yeah. I don't know. And then no one thought to correct it, but never mind. Uh, maybe so mouse is allergic to rain. I, mean, <laughs> I forgot know. to direct the hose a bit. A bit yeah, maybe you had to, to keep that reshooting side. that scene because you couldn't get the words out right. <laughs> I can't I'm talk. Not when I'm, again. I'll just another take. Can't talk when my glasses are wet. Uh, it's cold. Just wet the glasses. That'll look like it. Everything's shot in slow motion. <laughs> very moody. They're all young and dangerous. And uh, the, uh, up until now, begrudgingly, everybody has kind of agreed. Okay, Billy's our brother. We've We're always not been brothers, hurt him, but we just want to have a chat. Yeah, just, you know, what the hell are you thinking, chat? <coughs> I think Papa's always been like, okay, everybody, he's your brother. Give him a chance. Da 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 da. Now, now Papa's dead, so um, everybody's like, what do we think? And pretty much unanimously, they're all like, fuck that guy. <laughs> so they they decide the mouse that mouse is like, I know where he is. I have the whole time, but Papa told me not to tell you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so they decide, yeah. Montenegro. Okay. Montenegro. Uh, is that a tax haven? No. Just Probably. Montenegro. It's a small country. Who knows? <laughs> it's an island. He, well, no. he bought the country with his gold bars. Who knows? No, he bought this <laughs> island. He bought an island. An is island. that an island that's got a bridge to it? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's yes. not, it's, yeah, it's not a land it's bridge. It's a moot point. <laughs> it's not a land bridge. It's over water. Um, water goes underneath it. And I should also mention that uh, a man from the agency wants to get his gold back. Uh, so in return, he funds their expedition to go and get their brother Billy with lots of weapons. With lots of weapons, um, and, and very altruistically of him, he goes, "I don't care about Billy. I just want my freaking gold back." Yeah, I just find it interesting that he speaks English the whole time, yeah. even though he's a Taiwanese singer. He's Taiwanese singer. Jeff, yeah. is it Jeff Chang? Jeff Phil Chang. Phil Chang. Phil Chang. Sorry. Phil Chang. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There, well, there's Great lots bangs. of bangs. Lots. Of <laughs> 
lots of spotty language in here because they swear in English. And you said, Rachel, they never swear in they Chinese. They only say like PK, which is, you know. the oh, mold, guy. The models of swears. There's one almost is going to say your mother, but then there's an explosion at the end so you couldn't hear it. Oh, okay. So. Except in English is like, motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck lots. this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, they thought, maybe they thought nobody would understand in China. Well, the, the senses will just gloss over it. <laughs> yeah, the senses are like, ah, they're swearing in foreign languages. We don't care. <laughs> no one will know what they're saying. <laughs> it's like in Japan when you swear in English, it doesn't matter. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, the language is a bit spotty in this, but yeah, whatever. That's um, a Hong Kong movie for you. <laughs> this is, um, I, at some point I was like, is this a Hong Kong film? It's and then when they started speaking bad English, I was like, yeah, it's a Hong Kong film. It's China funded, but... It's China funded. But it's a Hong Kong movie. It feels like it. Production. Yeah. You know, Jackie Chan, Chan production. He, he was an executive producer. Uh, and Chin Ka-Lok, he gets a lot of credit for me, for me anyway, because uh, I was, used to watch a lot of his films growing up. Um, so now this is the set piece. This is the big action set piece. And I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, shall we get into it? This is, this is great. I'm excited. I just want to build the suspense. So, so picture the beautiful beach, sets yeah. of turquoise water, yeah. lovely island with a little, I want to say like medieval type castle house kind yeah. of town, almost like a town yeah on it it's a very big and island and bought the whole thing with yeah. these gold bars as, as I said to you I think I said what gold bars are left yeah you know how, <laughs> how much does an island cost? cost these days exactly. I don't know yeah, exactly he, and he's got an entire army on there that he's funding and you know you know he's had that shit for like a year or two he so. still seems to have a lot of that gold left I know so how much gold can you fit into a small truck that, yeah exactly what? yeah it's in a whole room yeah. Yeah, it it's looks, it's, it looks like it's it's multiplied. Yeah, well, I you don't know, know how what? he made money off the gold. Maybe money he makes money. That shit. Stock market. Money appreciates. Took over Rice's operations and stole more gold from somewhere. He sold options to his gold. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you you pay me money, and maybe you'll get my gold. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> so he's he's quite wealthy. Yeah. Except that he's living in his little room with his badass, and you he's can a tell Scrooge he's a McDuck. He is. He is. He is. And he's got this like uh, killer, like beige coat, and you can tell that he's a bad guy because he has a bad guy laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Chinese version of that. <laughs> um, so he's in this. He's in this fortress. Presumably, he just lives there in this fortress the whole time. Touches his gold. Yeah, because he doesn't know when they're coming. He can't is, be is he prepared. waiting for them. Yeah, exactly. You know. I love that. They're like fake. Bars that they've spray painted gold. It would be odd, don't they? Yeah. It's very, very shiny. Very shiny. <laughs> it's, very like, shiny. Yeah. it's not what I remember gold looking like. No, that's right. <laughs> so the Golden Job guys have uh, planned this incredibly subtle, nuanced, and uh, very detailed break-in plan, which really just involves them driving a car and shooting at people. So, what is it? Two, two of them. Is it uh, crater in line? Take the car across the bridge. Mouse yes. and Calm secretly infiltrate <laughs> using uh, grapple hooks up the side. Yes, pretty well, actually, because they, they, like ninjas, they kind of climb over the wall, and as they go down, it's kind of like Call of Duty. They're going yeah. in corridors. It's like close-quarter combat. Yeah, they're, they're taking people out pretty, you know, trying to be quiet, like dropping down, snapping their necks, and yeah. and quite close, precise shooting and, and so forth. Pistols to the uh, face. Of course, um, the bridge is defended by a giant army and... 
electronic spikes that Mouse has to disarm for them to get past. Mm. There's a lot of grenade work throwing them. And a uh, guy with, you know, bazooka happens to get knocked off at the last minute so he misses the shot and all that kind of stuff well, going th- on. Things are looking pretty bad because um, um, Ikan Cheng, so Lion and, and Crater are in the car and they're going over the bridge and the spikes are supposed to be going down, but then they stall because Mouse is in a fight. And uh, at the last minute when things are looking bad, you suddenly see people just like getting shot. And then uh, it's a close-up of Jordan Chan, uh, Crater, he's actually up at a tower. So no, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, oh, it wasn't Crater. It, was, uh, it doesn't make, it must have been Crater and Mouse that, got into the yeah. building and then Crater went off on his own when Mouse went to the room. So it was that's calm. the only thing that could make sense. It, it would have been, been calm. calm. The vehicle then. Calm and lion. Because, yeah, Jordan Otherwise, Chan... Otherwise, they're in two places at the same time. Yeah, no, so Crater couldn't have been both. Sense. And Crater is shooting people. He's sniping people with his long-range sniper and he's like, what did he say, some one-liner? I got you back on some shit. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, at that moment, I was like, he's so cool. He's so cool. And I really never wanted to say that when we watched this. I was never going to say, oh, they're cool. But he did look pretty cool. Yeah, and of course they hit people with every single shot as kill shots. Yes. Never missing. And there's all those blood explosions everywhere. Oh, yes, the fake CGI blood everywhere. I I didn't mind that. I quite enjoyed it. Some of it was okay. It was just... Is it kind of video gamey? Yeah, Yeah, it is. And then when the one where it got bad was after they get past the bridge bit, Right, and they all then they make their way into the the village. I want to call it taking out people, and that some of those scenes are pretty cool. Like there's a bit where Ekin jumps up over to like a crosswalk, rolls and shoots someone down, and then drops down behind someone else. Yeah, and shoots that was cool. It's all pretty cool. They're going through there. That that was all pretty sweet. And then they get into the main like I don't know, church or whatever the hell you want to call it room where uh, it's a corridor leading to the room at the back where all the gold is. And there's like the army of guys in between them and there. Oh, it's great. There's a pan, there's a shot, a tracking shot, and it goes through the whole hallway. And along Showing the way, people hidden. And yeah, you see like all these different soldiers and people hidden behind walls and crates and stuff like that. And, and so the, you see what these guys have to go through to get to the boss. Yeah. So I, I like the part first, one of them goes out first, takes out a couple, gets shot, sort of stumbles to one side. The second guy goes out, starts shooting another few, and they, they keep up this little method of, of that going. They're obviously getting hit and hurt, and there's, you know, blood sprays, but they keep going <laughs> like they're not hurt. And and they're also wearing vests like they're not really getting hurt, but I don't know where the blood spray comes from. Well, the blood spray, they're getting arms, shot in, like, right? arms and, um, and all flesh wounds. the problem is when all of them get shot at once, there's so much fake yeah. blood spray, it's like a red mist in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Distracting. Like, mm, yeah, nah. <laughs> That's not how it works, but that was a bit that kind of got too much CGI fake blood spread mm. to me. I enjoyed it because I was like, somebody got hit there. Somebody got hit there. Because they oh, got hit. He in got hit in the face and there was blood spray, but no, it just grazed him. He's, now he's got a cool line on his face. Yeah, it looked like he got shot <laughs> through the head. I mean, no, no, it was just the perspective is interesting. Otherwise, I was thinking, oh, come on, hurry up. <laughs> Deal with the, you know, the... the Get past place. them all. Yeah. They're, they're almost to the boss's Get room. to the angry one you with, uh, with the uh, scarred face. <laughs> oh, and then you see, you see Billy Chow run out and he's shooting and he runs into Chin Karlok and you're like, holy shit, this is it. This is the fight that we've been waiting for. No, it wasn't. Again. They don't fight. There's gun, guns, guns kill everything. Yeah, Billy Chow dies in a hail of bullets. <sighs> and, uh, and Chin Carlock's like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, cock block. Um, so, really, uh, Yasuaka Kurata had the best fight scene in this film. Um, 
So yeah, the, you know, the golden job guys are running through this hallway and they're getting shot to shit, but they're killing everybody. And they make it all the way into the room and, uh, and Billy runs into this uh, safe room where the gold is hidden. The Scrooge room. Yeah. And it's just like this Perspex, which is bulletproof, mm-hmm. essentially. And, um, you know, they're having a chat and uh, his brothers aren't happy. They're like, man, you were greedy. You fucked up and everything. And Billy's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. You know, you guys are always so good and I've always been poor and making all these excuses. And the brothers basically all decide. They're like, no, nah, you're not our brother anymore. And I don't know. That maybe was the worst thing we can do to you other than, you know, killing you. You're just not our brother anymore. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to kill you. You're just not our brother anymore. And because uh, they shoot, they're all standing there and they're shooting at the Perspex at once at the same time and they make a hole. They throw the gas in and they go in, put a gun to his head and said, no, we're going to kill you, but you're not our brother anymore. And they all say it. And the last is, uh, is Crater, Jordan Chan, who has kind of like a special relationship with Billy. Like Jordan has given him a lot more chances. And, uh, and Billy looks up at him and he's like, not you. And Jordan's like, nah, I'm giving you too many chances, bro. And, uh, and that's when they like, they decide to leave. I mean, they had to save Lulu as well. So that's probably the reason why they came in the first place. Um, <laughs> and so, probably. Not just shining, shiny gold. Yeah, not shiny just the gold. gold. And so that they all they all kind of turn to leave and they go and and Billy's like ah oh, fuck his kneecaps are shot his elbows are shot shouts out crater blood all over the gold yeah pulls out the gun behind one that he happened to drop that you yes. knew he was going to get eventually mm. fires the shot off at crater hits him in the chest but he's got a you know bulletproof vest on so he automatically shoots him back yeah into the chest killing him the crater kills him and then as crater's falling down. He, he remembers something that uh, Billy said to him, which another is... Another flashback. Another flashback. And uh, uh, Billy had said to him, he's like, I'm about to get us all rich, but... If I get on the wrong side of this, you're going to kill me. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to be killed by my brother. Which is a weird thing to say to your brother And at that like, point. I'm like, is this the lecturing part again? Yeah. If you're so rich, why don't you buy a bulletproof vest? Well, that's yeah, just yeah, true. This is true. But this is true. Didn't help those other bad guys. Um, and so, yeah, so he dies by the hand of his brother... And uh, the rest of the golden job guys, they just leave. <laughs> Is this the leave end? the gold there too. And yeah. uh, I think we go to like a, a side shot of them, you know, out on the outside, you know, obviously days later or whatever. And there's some news story about gold mm. being found or whatever. So they obviously didn't settle their debt with the agency because they've added them to everyone or whatever. Ikan Cheng's pants are still really tight. So he goes to meet back up with Dr. Chow. What? That's right yeah. at the end. Oh, her name's Dr. Chow? I've been calling her Charmaine this whole time. Uh, Charmaine's her actual name. Oh. It's Dr. Chow. I forgot her name. I forgot her actual, uh, her character name. Anyway. So, Ikan Cheng, yeah, he goes yeah. back to her. And and she and she's still there and the plant has now sprouted and <laughs> it's now flowers. Into a tree. Uh, it's obviously been that long. Metaphor. And all the African children are gone because they never got their medicine. Uh, like, what were you doing for two years? Obviously says, not curing them. <laughs> Yeah, and then the, and then they show the uh, picture of the box and saying, in fact, Billy's been he uh, sending to send. medicine. <laughs> Billy is sending time. medicine the whole time. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I missed that whole thing. Where were yeah, we, yeah, that's what you said. Remember to thank Billy for sending all that medicine. Oh no way! Like, uh, uh, oh, terrible! <laughs> really bad. And then, he was just kind of bad. And then they break into the song, which is the best part. <laughs> uh, what the young and dangerous <laughs> song? Young and dangerous the, song. The new, the old and old and mild. 
the mole, the role singing the old song, song. <laughs> the old and cantankerous. So oh, because they had the the old young and dangerous song in the film, but yeah. then they have this new. Oh, this new one. This new old wow. theme song. Well, I for one would like to say I hope they don't make another one of these. <laughs> Maybe you can see them in concert next time. Good <laughs> lord, they sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, they've geez. had like young and dangerous concerts where they just sing all the songs. Oh man, <laughs> for the, better the or worse, they're not all singers. They're not all singers. They're not all singers. So I yeah. didn't know that any of them were singers. Uh, Ikin is a singer. Ikin was a singer. Michael is a sort of. He's not a bad singer. He was. He came from a dance. Him and Jordan Sin. Chan were in a group together, a boy band group together with another third guy. No way. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can Chang. Yeah, 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 I don't like his voice, but that's, you know. Okay. Yeah. He was in Storm Riders. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, and, and that is the end of The Golden Job. Um, eh. Eh. It was all right. I think they were, they it, were aiming. It was entertaining. They were, they were aiming for something a little bit more international. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, felt, yeah, and as I said, uh, I think we said through it. You could have cut about half an hour out of it. Would have yeah. been a bit. Tighter. I don't know. If people expect. I don't know how long it was. Was it two hours long? Uh, yeah, they probably could have cut an hour. Is that what people expect for their money these days? So what length? Length. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Not I don't size. know. I, I'm, I'm okay with like you know a tight ninety minutes. Yeah. If you can, you know, it, as long as it flows nice. Man, you could have just given me the scene with Yasuaki Karada in it and yeah. I would have been like, okay, That's a price good. of admission for you, yeah. I'm done. Your mission now is to watch Young and Dangerous, I think. Uh, no, no? I don't think, no, I don't think yeah. I can go back uh, and watch Young and Dangerous um, because it's probably better, right? Nostalgia kick. I think, I think it's just uh, more edgy. More edgy? Of course. Well, what do you think after watching Slashing this? Slashing people with machetes, more edgy. Do you think, <laughs> did this Literally. give you a nostalgia hit? Or were you kind of like this I'm isn't young glad and dangerous? To see them together, yeah, that was the nostalgia That's kind part, of wasn't it? it yeah. Really, yeah. their interactions are they yeah. reminiscent of young and dangerous? Well, they're like young, like punks, so not really because they're middle-aged dudes being civil, apart from shooting at each other. Okay. You know, I've always thought I'd like to see like a you know a Three Dragons movie now with like Jackie and Samo and and Ewan. Mm. But after watching this, going. No, I don't think it would be good. No, I, I want to see it. And I want to see it with them just arguing with each other. I want to see Dragons Forever 2. I, I think it might be past. No, nah, they got to make it real. Jackie's got to go to Samo. He's like, man, why the fuck don't you ever talk to me anymore? And Samo's like, why are you such a dick? And Yoon Bu going like, man, my career's been okay too. And both of them just going, shut up, Yoon. <laughs> so you're saying these guys' egos are not as big so they can at least get together and make a film together. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yes, they haven't done anything in a while, have as they? As Any of these guys. Their things, their yeah. own things. Their own things, I guess. Look, uh, as far I mean, as... They it, still do their own little bit parts, obviously, but none of them are like starring in movies, are they, on their own? Yeah. No. no. Not the way the in film industry is at the moment. Well, all they had was attitude and looks. They're old now. Looks. They've lost their looks. Inverted commas. Yeah, looks. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I did do air... Apart from air. Egan, I suppose, but... Yeah. Yeah. I did do air quotes, <laughs> looks. Um, so you can check out, you know, all they got is their looks and their attitude, right? They're old now. Their looks don't count as much as they did. And their attitude, <laughs> attitude in an old man is different to attitude in a teenager. Attitude to an old man is just it's grumpy. It's kind of like, you know, the Expendables where, you know, oh. Stallone's passed it, but he because assembles as a, a cast of people that yeah. you're kind of nostalgic about. You want to see them all together. Movie. It's like a boy band. Yeah. You can it, be all it's, ugly. It's just the band getting back together for a shitty story. <laughs> for a shitty story. Um, yeah, the story was terrible. 
the action, the there last fight scene. Stunts. Hmm? There, there were some good stunts. Oh, today. like what? I don't know. It's just explosions and shit and people I, falling I like, around the place. Yeah, I, ish, ish. I like some of the, the yeah the moves at the end with Ekin, you know, bounce. Crawling up the wall and yeah. flipping yeah. around and shooting. I Little like, like agility movements. Yeah. I feel like I don't see many of them. Maybe I don't watch enough Asian <laughs> action movies no, I mean, I, nowadays. But I don't feel like there's enough stunts. There's just CG. A lot no, there's of CG. not. Yeah. There's not many stunts. And like gunplay, I don't mind. Um, action, there were a lot of explosions and people getting ratcheted backwards and stuff like that, which always looks cool. The disappointing CG was the drawback. I want people so to yeah. run out of bullets so they actually have to fight. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, like martial like, arts. Click, click. Damn it. Now we're going to have to actually fist a cuff. Yeah, Jin Karlok's a choreographer, a martial arts choreographer. And really, the only martial arts fight in this was with uh, Yasuaka Kurata. So... Yeah. It's a good moves. stunt coordinator, but... Mm. Yeah, I know he had a lot on his plate. He's yeah. probably doing the catering as well, <laughs> right? Jackie, I'm looking at you. In between Pay calling his wife man. and talking to his kid as well, and yeah. yeah. So, anyway, after having seen this movie, is there any move that you picked up on that you would like to try at home? Crawling up the wall. I always love that stuff. Like even when Jackie does it, and you walk up, you know, hands on one end, feet on the other. Climb up the top and stuff. Yeah, so when Ekin did kinda, that? It kind of looks like you can do it, but you probably can't. <laughs> so that that's your move? That's Climbing move up the move? Yeah. So Ekin Cheng. Ekin Cheng, line. shot at. I don't know, because um, it wasn't that much fighting Fight, in it per like, se. I, no, I there wasn't. Know. You go first. Never I don't know. Me go think. first. Um, <laughs> no, let's see. The, uh, Yasuaka Karada, uh, when he kicks that henchman through the window. God, I'd love to do that. Just unload on a guy and watch them sail through a window. Sidekick. Yeah, that was just amazing. And just watching him move, actually, and, and uh, doing like a, uh, a wrist lock uh, as well. Like martial arts, really, was what I kind of took away. There was a really cool scene, actually, in the uh, beginning when Jordan Chan, he throws a gun. He slightly actually kicks a gun across the floor and Ekin Cheng does like a roll, uh, like a suicide roll, picks up the gun in one smooth, fluid motion. You thought and he couldn't do that because he's old. Hey? Yeah. Well, yeah, I actually, I thought, yeah, you know, like this guy's 50 and uh, he's, uh, I don't dive. know if it was him. Good dive. It was, it was a good dive. So just, uh, yeah, general stunts, keeping things smooth. But the thing is, a movie like this, like what you're saying, Mike, in a Jackie film or one of those old Golden Harvest films, like every 10 minutes, there'd be like a little bit, like a little motion like that. Mm. Whereas here, it's kind of like, uh, we have to. The yeah. world of stunts is different now. You can't just blow people up. No. I paid I peanuts. Like they're showing their age. Like, oh, I can't, can't get up that wall. <laughs> only, only once, <laughs> once in the movie, please. <laughs> Cut it down. Still hey, by flashback of my younger self doing it. <laughs> have you thought about it, Rachel? I don't know. No, it's like you know, just there's some cool car explosions and flips and stuff, but I can't name you one in particular. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of one of those films. I think I was making a joke about Thunderbolt or something at some point. Yes, you did say that. F one car, yeah. I think the Thunderbolt car racing was probably better than the car racing in this. So yeah, Chin Carlock, you know, good job. I mean, really, if you didn't have the nostalgia factor, would this be a movie that anybody would watch? I think um, that that was the whole premise of the, the film of watching it, the being nostalgia. made. Think, yeah. If yeah. it wasn't for them, this film wouldn't be made. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. If it um, wasn't for Young and Dangerous, this film wouldn't have been made. Yes. 
It's still better than anything Donnie Yen has put out this year. <laughs> <laughs> so not even the school one, the school teacher one. I haven't watched it, but I haven't seen it one? either. But uh, I did. I did hear that it was terrible. <laughs> okay. So and I thought, oh, it's about par for the course for Donnie Yen. <laughs> so he got paid. You gotta say something, come, Donnie. Come at me, bro. Come yeah, Donnie. Come at me, bro. Come on, and just just wear your glasses when you do, Donnie. I. Donny Eye. <laughs> I'm going to make a competing brand called uh, Donny Black Eye. <laughs> my, my sunglasses brand. Um, yeah, Donny Eye. Donny brought out a brand of sunglasses called Donny Eye. I, How is that even a word? I feel stupid just saying it. Donny Eye. There's two eyes. You got two eyes. You need glasses. You need. You know, like, that means if it's Donny I, it would be a monocle. He was like, I've got an E at the end of my name. What, what thing's going to tack on the end of it? Well, Donny I technically is Donny Yen without the N. Oh, my God. Do you get it? Oh, I'm dead. Donny, Donny Yen without the N. And, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, oh, that's, that's kind of funny. Um, but then when you say it out loud, it's like, that, that's kind of stupid. Donny I. Um, and I've seen a couple of the sunglasses that he, he's brought out and... Uh, I think Bruce Lee wore those back in the 70s. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I don't want to shit on Donnie Yen. <laughs> Any more than you already have. Any more than I already have. Because it might explode in the toilet. <laughs> um, but I, yeah. Because it's all over the film. We're going to find a new target next week. <laughs> a new target. But Donnie makes it so easy. I know. <laughs> he makes it so easy. Uh, Donnie I. Who else is in, the, is, is in the media as much as him? Fan Bing Bing. <laughs> for tax evasion No she's, she's not in the spotlight at all Presumably because she's been taken away to Guantanamo Bay or something I don't know what's happened One of the re-education camps that they make Yeah I don't know She's been released from house arrest So I think she's okay now Yeah but she had to pay the ransom oh. <laughs> It was like some ridiculous like 70 yeah. million dollars yeah. as her tax bill It's probably made more than that Damn I don't know yeah, She probably know. spent it Spent it too <laughs> On Donny Eye sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> Investment poorly oh, made. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the golden way. Uh, and hopefully next time golden we... Golden way, golden job. Oh, golden job. Sorry, what's the golden way? I don't want to know. <laughs> is that a reference to religion or something? I don't know. <laughs> no, golden way is a uh, production company. Okay. Like yes. Golden Harvest. We were thinking yeah. of Golden Harvest. There's so many golden because things. It's R.I.P., but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Raymond Chow, uh, commiserations to anybody who is related to or is friends with Raymond Chow and his family. Um, we obviously grew up watching Golden Harvest films, him and Leonard Ho. So um, we were going <laughs> we to do a homage to, uh, to, to Leonard Ho and uh, Raymond Chow, but we, we couldn't really get a movie. <laughs> to we'll have to wait till next, next uh, we'll episode. We'll have to think about it more. We'll have to think about it more. Um, something that is fitting of their their genius and they've done so much. So, um, And no doubt that one or more than one of us will be singing the Bong 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 song. Um, what? The Bong 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 song. Bong Bong. Oh, oh sorry, that was, yeah. sorry, that was off key. I watched some uh, YouTube compilation of the, the, the logo and the music and stuff and it just hasn't changed since like, what, 1970-something? Yeah. <laughs> hasn't been cleaned up or slight, anything. Slight music changes, but yeah. until the company was sold. That's fantastic. A years ago, but yeah. You can't mess with perfection. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, until next time, we should have a full crew together and we don't know what we're watching yet. Um, but yeah, tune in next time. And until then, uh, I've been Sam. Rachel, thank you. And Mikey, thank you. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye.